Welcome to the Jimbo Podcast, where you can find all your favorite Jimbo Show content in one place. Interviews, prank calls, bits, and a whole lot more. And now, here's your host, Jimbo. Hey, it's the Jimbo Podcast. I have Marva on the line. And Marva, I apologize I didn't do our official start of the month thing, but I wanted to make sure that I... I did something for the lovers out there and for Valentine's Day, and, and everybody talks about finding somebody or if, if they're soulmates, and I want to kind of cover that with you. But before we get there, I know that the beginning of every month you have your psychic fair. I want to give you the opportunity to to talk about it real quick at the beginning before I, you know, use your uh, brain oh, and well, get sure. into yeah, sure. We we yes, we have the psychic there at the La Quinta Hotel on the West Loop between San Filippi and Bostoke. And it's the first Saturday of every month from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay. And then uh, if you want to check it out, it, your, your website is? Uh, psychicfairs.com. And that's all the information. If you're like, well, are they doing it this month? What's going on? Just go there and, and Marva updates that pretty religiously, wouldn't you say? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so February is the month of love. I know COVID's around and people are are kind of uh, you know worried about you know getting with people they don't know and all this stuff. But right, let's get into is there such a thing you know because you're your astrology you you have psychic abilities you got all these great things. Is there such do you believe in soulmates? Is that something that's real? Oh, uh, Jimbo, what I feel about soulmates is that we don't have just one. I think that there are a lot of so-called soulmates that we can connect to, that we could have an absolutely wonderful and positive relationship with them for life. But I don't feel like we're limited to just one person. Is this where people get in trouble with, uh, you know, possibly uh, thinking they have a soulmate when they're with somebody else? So they get in trouble with uh, having an affair? Or is that just someone who just wants no, to? No, I, fe- I feel like, you know, okay, suppose you marry your soulmate and something happens to where maybe you divorce. Maybe, uh, you know, something happens within the relationship that keeps you apart. And, um, you know, and then it doesn't mean that just because that person goes away through divorce, through separation of some type, that you can't meet someone else that is also of a soulmate variety or likeness. Uh, And again, really one of the biggest qualities that keeps a relationship together is difference. Mm-hmm. Both people have to have something to come to the relationship with. And when you are a soulmate, it's almost like you are the same individual split in half. So are you really bringing something to keep that relationship alive? Okay. So it, it definitely is a two-way street on the soulmate thing. You can't have oh, like absolutely. a soul, you can't have a soulmate. That's kind of that's unrequented love. That's right. If you just hey, you have a soulmate, you say that's my soulmate, but they don't have, have the same feelings for you. That's a different thing, right? Exactly. And so I feel like it's important to kind of keep an open mind in regarding, uh, you know, who you select to be, to partner with and who you feel is your soulmate because that, you know, soulmates can come in so many different varieties. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Explain, expand on that. Well, because I I think a lot of people, um, you know, is there kind of like false signals people get? Does it oh. lead to lead to like the, the high divorce rate? People think they're into Well, a- you know, I think a lot of people do feel like, oh, he's he or she is my soulmate and that they feel like they that this is the only person in the world that they can be with. And then something happens in the relationship where there is some type of a separation. And it's like and 
they should not feel doomed. They should feel like, you know, that there is still opportunity out there. And again, just because someone is your, you think is your soulmate, um, doesn't, does not guarantee that it is a perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. It is still going to be a relationship that everybody else has where there are difficulties, there are bridges that have to be crossed, uh, compromise. So, you know, it's not a be-all, end-all type of a definition. Okay. Um, In fact, you know, I think I would probably run from somebody that said that I was their soulmate. (laughs) (laughs) That's not something you say on the first date, right? Well, no, it's not. You know, it can put a lot of pressure on people because it's like, you know, are you trying to conform them to be what you want them to be? Or are they free to be who they are? Mm -hmm. You know, whereas two people who get together and they feel like they're really in sync with each other can have a wonderful relationship throughout their life. Does uh, the signs in in the two people, does that have anything big to do with that? Or is it just coincidence that they're compatible signs? I feel like it's coincidence to where it can be compatible signs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's like some, some signs really get, uh, they get along much better than they do with others. And again, you don't want to look at just the sun sign. You really want to look at the entire chart because one of the things is that when you have someone who has a, a, their moon and, uh, is compatible with the other person's mercury and vice versa. Now that says that you can actually live together comfortably okay because you could have somebody whose sun sign is very compatible with you but if that uh moon is not in good relationship to the other person's mercury you know you're going to get really upset when they don't put the the cap on the toothpaste or they leave the the peanut butter jar you know (laughs) just out on the counter or you know just whatever it is that you know irritates you they will do (laughs) (laughs) so you've got to have that's one of the first things i look at when i'm comparing charts is does the mercury and the moon of each other is does it work so is that is this the biggest question i noticed when we did this on the the radio and stuff is this the biggest question you get usually love questions because you know usually i I ask you questions about you know career and money and stuff but it seems like from a from like uh just a general population that everybody wants to find that that true love right Well, they do. And, you know, and again, too, this is February. This is the month of love where everybody is, you know, they're either in a relationship or they're looking for one. Yeah. Uh, Because everybody wants to be loved and everyone wants to love. And so, you know, relationship is just something that makes us feel very secure and happy in our lives. And so it's it's a natural thing for us to want to partner with someone where we can feel appreciated, respected, loved, and to share uh, a likeness. So, so when, when people come to you, does, is it kind of a, a, a love reading or is it like, I like this person, oh. here's, their, here's their birthday and here's my birthday? Uh, what, kind of, what kind of services do you get like, hit up for uh, well, you know, during the month of love? <laughs> everything, everything imaginable. You know, uh, some people want to know, are we compatible before they even, uh, you know, go out on the first date? I've had 
people call me who have been on, you know, like match.com or things of that nature. And it's like before they even meet the guy or the female, they want to know, okay, is this going to work? Well, it's way too early, but I can look at, you know, uh, the compatibility between the signs and kind of weigh it out. But the, like I said, the first thing I look for is uh, person A's moon and the relationship to person B's mercury. Yeah. So I wonder if they actually, depending on your advice, if they've canceled uh, a date just because of a, of a, you know, just a preliminary read, you know? Well, you know, first of all, I do not advise them at that point. I, you know, I will give them the information and then it's up to them because I do not want to tell people, or I, I don't want to tell people to do this or do that. It has to be their own choice, but I will deliver. This is the information. This is the facts. So, and uh, I'm sorry. Well, so what can somebody, can somebody do this stuff at home by themselves and look up or they, it's better to talk to someone like you who could really kind of look in depth. Well, in the chart. They can easily look up to find out where their moons are, where their Mercury's are, et cetera. But then it's the interpretation. Yeah. You know, uh, so they really don't always know what to do with it and to know if that's going to be compatible. And that's where, you know, an astrologer would come in to where, you know, where we can look at the whole chart and kind of see, you know, okay, here's the pros, here's the cons. And while you may have compatible sun signs, you've got other things here that might be uh, affecting it. For instance, you never want to really get together with somebody who's Saturn is in the sign of your moon or your sun, because you will always feel restricted. Mm. Okay. You know, and where, and so this can be, um, you know, just anyway. So this is where you really would need an astrologer to kind of really look at where someone's Saturn is, where everything else in the chart could be super great. And that, that Saturn is in conflict with their sun or their moon. And down the road, uh, this person is uh, that that partner would always kind of uh, steer them away from the things that really make them happy or being able to achieve greatness in their career because that Saturn there would point out all the flaws and not be supportive. Mm. So, so have you had some success stories after you've uh, met with people and they come back and say, well, thank you, Marv. I mean, we're, you know, we're together and everything's oh, great. Oh, absolutely. And I especially ran into a lot of that when I used to work Renaissance because I would get so very many people out there and you would get young couples that were thinking about getting together, being in a relationship, getting married. And then they would come back, you know, two or three years later and bring, you know, their, their toddlers, you know, that <laughs> relationship had worked out. And I feel like sometimes people just need encouragement that, you know, to kind of explore that relationship, you yeah. know, that there's a lot of good points there that warrant, you know, uh, seeing that person as a potential partner. So that's so, the best yeah. thing for them to do, Marva, is to, to, to look at uh, the charts of the, if they're dating someone for a while, and they feel like this is the one, if they wanted to bring you their charts and their information, that's the best oh, thing to kind of do. absolutely. You know, because, yes, I'm, and I've run across this so many times, you know, to where it's like looking at the chart and it's like, you know, there's tremendous compatibility or incompatibility. Yeah. And, and I will always point that out. And you can also see when you've got a strong Saturn, maybe where both people have Saturn in the same sign, 
or this could be where they have the ability to tough out the hard stuff okay. and to stay together and stick it out because their Saturns are in agreement. So what is, is, is this pretty much that this is the best option? Is there any other options uh, psych, psychically that people can actually, you know, look into to possibly find a soulmate or, or, or you know, question oh, about a love? Well, well, sure, sure. People could go to someone who just use intuitive information and, um, you know, that's an option. And, uh, or even like looking at numerology. Uh, but to me, you know, as an astrologer, I like the science mm-hmm. behind it and, uh, and not just the intuition. So when you combine the intuition with the science and reliable data, you know, I feel like you're ahead of the game. Okay. Is there, so, a- and, and that's, and that's kind of where I come from. Are you doing uh, private consultations via like phone or Zoom or how do you usually do I'm, it? Well, I'm doing them uh, over the phone. Uh, I can do Zoom if that's requested. <laughs> and uh, But there are so many people right now that still want uh, in person. And uh, so that's when I recommend come up to the fair where it's a you know large room where we're able to really be spaced out. But, um, you know, but I'm really not accepting people in my home at this time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could understand that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to keep myself and everybody else safe. So, yeah. So just a, a quick wrap on this. So just, to, to so you think there, for everybody out there, there is someone. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, um, you know, it's just like that old folklore about, you know, that there's a pot for, or there's a cover for every pot. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but yes, there are, but we're not limited to one soulmate, Jimbo. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the problem. I, 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 like still, this, I still think that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> she's well, my soulmate. You know, she's my soulmate. And she's my soulmate. Uh, you know, you well, know, I think, you know, I don't think that there is just one person. It's like, then we'd have to be searching the entire globe for that one individual. So you think people like, like we'll for. find somebody at work. I mean, they'll be married and they'll find somebody at work. Who's, who is a non-sexual soulmate who they really get along with but of the opposite sex that right. they uh-huh. possibly could be a soulmate for them, but obviously there have situations going on. Well, exactly. And this is where it's like, okay, this is where you need to explore other options. Yeah. You know, and that you're not limited to that um, only that one person being able to fill every hope and dream you have. Okay. So uh, that's why we have uh, folks out there constantly searching for love. They might be married already and divorced, but they figure that other soulmate just might be waiting around the corner. Right. You know how, you know, you always think that the grass is greener on the other side, (laughs) but you know, sometimes there is just really a lot of validity and a lot of importance here that can come out of sticking it out, resolving issues and, uh, and making a relationship work. Yeah. You know, rather than hanging everything on a fantasy. Yeah, you're right. So uh, I guess, Marva, give me your phone number so people can do like an over-the-phone consultation. Sure, it is a 713-444-3581. And then one more time, the psychic fairs are the first Saturday of the month? The first Saturday of every month from 10 to 5. And that's at the uh, La Quinta Uh, Hotel on the West Loop between San Felipe and Bostock. And if you missed that, the website is? 
Uh, psychicfairs.com. All right. Well, you've cleared a lot of stuff up. Hopefully, this helps people out Valentine's Day. If you're if you're alone, oh, lo- you know, if you're lonely out there thinking there's not that one for you, maybe you just haven't met him or her yet. You know, and it's like you just have to shop in the right place, <laughs> which is tough now because there's not a lot of places to shop. Well, ex- <laughs> exact, exactly. But you've just got to shop in the right place, and so seek people that are of the same have the same interest as you. And with with apps too, just real quick, I'm thinking about this now. With apps and people, you know, swiping left and right, um, you can tell from a picture. I mean, at least a, one that's true to the picture of the person, uh, if they're, you know, well, sure, connection. sure, yeah. From an intuitive basis, you know, uh, a psychic can look at a picture and and see, you know, is this person uh, compatible with with you? And so, and I think that that's the first thing that you have to go on is just uh, what are the feelings you get from the picture, not whether or not, you know, his, uh, his eyes droop or, or her hair is out of place or whatever, but it's like, what's the feeling? What's the soul like? See, I'll go with your gut on that, right? If you feel right. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, Marva, I sure appreciate it. And I'm glad we were able to catch up this month, even though it's a little late. But I, you know, I, I you know, I, I did it on purpose because Valentine's Day. I think, you, I think people <laughs> well, need know, your Valentine, advice. <laughs> Valentine's is important. Yes. You know, and it's like we are all looking for love and we all want to give love. And that's part of human nature. Well, thank you, Marva. I sure appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. This has been the Jimbo Podcast. Tune in again next week for another new show. Okay? Bye.